Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, episode 64. I'm Nick Cole. And I'm Single White Medusa. And we're back. We're back from our hiatus of yesterday. Um, Medusa was a little worried that the kids might think that Dad was upset during the last podcast. Dad was upset. Dad was pissed. <laughs> exactly. Dad was ready to strangle somebody. As you should and have I been. Can, I can uh, tell you what his initials were if the certain government agencies didn't come get me for saying it over the uh, open mic. Yeah. But uh, it's only gotten worse. Uh, Grandpa Juicebox has completely lost his marbles. He is doing a pretty much awful job. I think he disappeared for the weekend um, to try to hide. He's trying to continue to be Mr. Heidi. Because uh, that's leadership. I thought back to George Bush being there uh, pretty much... I know that he flew over uh, the towers when they got knocked down. And then he, we all know he was right there on the rubble. Because I was listening to Rudy Giuliani today, who's probably more livid than me. Um, yeah, I've never heard Rudy yell that much on his show. Yeah. And his uh, common sense with Rudy is great. And you know it's a really great podcast, because the left tries to demean Rudy and um, make fun of him. And, you know, Rudy's a human being. He's got all kinds of human stuff, just like you. But Rudy is a, his common sense podcast. I really enjoy. It's very calming, very peaceful. Uh, he goes after a lot of issues. Um, uh, it almost has like I know it's weird. It almost has like an NPR feel to it. Yeah. Or I, but without the insanity. Is it weird to say without like, Mara Eliasson? Yeah. And, or and I was, Nina Totenberg. Yeah. Would it, it would it be weird to say it's sort of like feels like a fireside chat? Yeah, it feels like a fireside yeah. chat. And he and he talks about some interesting stuff and his um. His interview with the one of the Cubans uh, who went uh, into Cuba a lot a few weeks ago. Uh, I think he worked for the Secret Service or the uh, CIA, and that guy was really interesting. Yeah. I think, uh, and he was he was there. He he was there at some very pivotal events, and that was very interesting. But here we are. Um, the only guy who's gotten fired out of this debacle is a uh, Marine Lieutenant Colonel. Um, who's been fighting in the war for 17 years and has pretty much had it. And he went and made a video and told it like it is. And um, I would say in any normal sort of military command time, that was a bad call. Normally, Um, yeah. That's going to get you fired and stuff like that. But I seem to remember sitting through four years where um, turds like Vindemann Yep. Uh, were given book deals and told that they were the greatest heroes and the Senate applauded them. And there was deep fights to keep their pensions and all these kinds of things. But the woke generals, uh, someone in the feed said anybody over 06 seems to be a traitor now. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. You know, the officers that I had when I were in, to me, they were they were all like Achilles, you know, and that was the kind of officer I wanted to be. And now I see these turds who, who were probably in at the same time I was, but they were probably like, I don't know, maybe they were captains or majors or, or something like that. And they, I mean, I think there's good ones for sure, but everybody who managed to uh, make it sort of, you know, into the upper echelons of figuring out how things go, they seem to have been destroyed. Uh, they seem to be gutted as military people and have now become sort of political animals. Yeah. Well, this heroic one, um, they just fired him. So there you go. There's there's the one good one yeah. that's now gone. That's the only guy who's gotten fired out of uh, uh, the, the, the 
the casualty count killed in action um, is still rising. There was a female Marine that I would I would imagine they either figured out she died in the blast or she died of her wounds. She was from Roseville. My family's from Roseville, California. A lot of a lot of Californians, um, Marines, got uh, injured. Um, a few, I think, three families near me. So that was unusual. But Roseville is where my my Okie relatives settled up in Northern California, and she was killed too. So um, pretty awesome, and I don't mean that word how I usually, but as in stunning, amount of death and no consequences, no firings, no one falling on their sword out of shame. Uh, If this were Rome they'd be committing suicide but they're not they don't feel any guilt about it they want to talk about the vaccine they want to talk about white rage they want to talk about wokeism they want to talk about diversity being our big biggest casualty they want to get they really want to get back to that build back better they really want to get to all the really important work and this afghanistan thing is a real hassle so we got all the we got all the reporters out of there so no one can tell how awful we're doing and now it looks like a lot of people are going to be left behind. But, uh, uh, ex-Special Forces guys went in there and began rescuing people with their own money. And Whoa. apparently Glenn Beck, too. Yeah. So, like, that's how bad. And there's only one step that can make this worse. But that's how bad Joe Biden and the entire Smart Kid administration who gloated and gleefully cackled about how in charge they were now, and they were back on the world stage. We're back in the game, Juicebox Joe said. Yeah, it's a game. It's a real game. Um, but they're back in the game, and they, they you know, the, the smart kids, the Valerie Jarrett, Susan Rice, utter scumbag crew. And no one's fallen on their sword except the one guy who committed the unforgivable, unforgivable and unpardonable sin of telling it like it is. Um, and he told on the wrong people. But if this would have been Trump and some colonel would have done that, that guy would be on CNN for the rest of his life. The member Avenatti, oh, you know, you're so presidential. Are you going to run for president? Avenatti's in jail now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's just the utter, you know, and, I, and I'm sorry for being vulgar the other day. I was, I was, I was, I, I try not to do that. So I won't do it. So I resisted saying the S show that it has become, but it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad when SF guys who are out have to get their own funds together. And I can guarantee you there's probably some really patriotic, uh, people financing that, that have a lot of money. Um, people who have probably been black, blacklisted. I mean, probably, I don't know, Mike Lindell, but that kind of guy, yeah. that kind of guy whose life and career is being ruined is probably the guy financing, but I don't know, but yeah. somebody like that for sure. Cause jet a costs a lot of money to get over there and plane rental. And, and those, you know, I wouldn't be half surprised if those guys weren't using their own kits or whatever it is. Um, someone told me actually one of the GE audience is actually involved in that, Ooh. but I don't know. So I can't confirm, but it was told to me that one of the people who's a big fan of the books um, is actually over there doing that. And if I could find a way to help out and give some money, I would. Um, enjoying a keen Turkish latte today. Mm-hmm. So those those are the things. I mean, that that's just, that's 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 how bad it is. Uh, I, I hope Joe's having an ice cream this weekend. 
Um, I wonder what Jill's wearing, all those kinds of things. But, but, but they're not leading. They're not taking care of the situation. Um, they're garbage-level human beings. The thing that it made me think about with the, uh, the Glenn Beck thing and these... Spe- I didn't know the thing about the Special Forces guys doing that as well, separately. It made me think of... That is a perfect example of when they try to say, oh, government can take care of everything, like, you know, whereas some people like us would say, "Mm, charities and churches and things like that do a better job than the government. This is a perfect example. This is not even like a extra, you know, like this is like a basic thing, like getting your people out of a dangerous country. That seems like basic ground level stuff that your government should ab- should absolutely be able to do and yet they're so incompetent they can't even do that and these people are having to step up and and do that like yeah that's i mean what are we paying example. our taxes for yeah um that's one of the few things that you're actually you know according to the original founding documents to pay your taxes for and they're not even doing that now i said it could get one step worse and here's how joe can make it worse when all those SF guys come back, um, and whoever financed that, you watch. They're gonna arrest those dudes. They're oh, gonna go after them. They're gonna they're gonna make sure that they pay for making them look back because that's what scumbags every Democrat. And you know what? Where's Mitch McConnell? Where's Lindsey Graham? Where's Ted Cruz? Where 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 is everybody that's supposedly on the right side saying and doing anything except turtling? So, you know what? They're all scum. There were, there were the, and I don't know their names extremely well because I saw them and I didn't recognize them, but there was the actually one Republican and one Democrat, surprisingly, who did go over there, remember? And then they're getting That's a lot right, of That's right, and they got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. There are people actually doing something, but I think what I'm talking about more is the leadership. Yeah. Or even the elder statesmen who are out of it, except Trump. Trump's on it. Yeah. You know, but uh, but a lot of people are just, uh, you know, I, I know, I know there's always politics, the art of the possible, and... You know, we'll just let them own it here. And, and then the midterms, I could care less. See, and I resisted being vulgar. I could care less about your shitty Whoops. midterms. <laughs> I care I care everything about right now and everybody who's over there. Yeah. Stop fighting tomorrow's battles. Yes. Start fighting today. Yeah. That is what I hate about politicians is everything is tomorrow. Everything is positioning for tomorrow. And you... You lose a million todays and you're constantly, and that's why, that's why, you know, someone pointed out yesterday, that's why nothing ever gets done. Mm -hmm. That's why AIDS doesn't get cured. Cancer doesn't get cured. The war on drugs doesn't get cured. All of these things that we've been told were supposed to be solved are never solved. Because if you saw, if, if they actually do their jobs and they actually solve these things, then we don't need them anymore. Remember when, as someone pointed out, remember when Republicans had uh, the presidency, the Congress, and the Senate? Yep. And they didn't do a damn thing about abortion? Yep. Yeah, but they're always going to they're always gonna fundraise on that. I'm a, I'm a pro-life candidate from Possum Trot, Mississippi, and I remember my old grandpappy taking me in there for a cracker and telling me, boy, you don't do the right thing. And all these platitudes that they do, and then if you look back at it, they never, ever fix anything. But they make a career out of those problems. And I think um, I'm over the anger and now I'm cold. And I think it's, I, I think there was something you and I talked about earlier today. And you asked me, okay, and I'm, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about now something that could get me in a lot of trouble. But 
I'm just talking about it hypothetically, and I'm telling you how it's going to go. And at this moment, this is how I see it happening. Yeah, I think, um, was this when you were kind of saying how you think, should I say it? Yeah. Should I give it away? Yeah, you should get in trouble with the FBI too. You were just saying that you feel like violence is imminent, and you were like, here's how I think the Civil War is going to go down. And it was just kind of your your thought process of how that's going to spark and how that's going to go down. Yeah, I mean, basically, and I and correct me, like that was that was early this morning, cruising on first coffee of the morning, and me just running my mouth. But basically, the so if I get anything wrong, catch me. Oh, you know. <laughs> you Did know you write that. some down? Did you write down the? No, I just, I just chain of events. No, but I, okay. I kind of remember. Um, basically, what would happen at, at the stage that we're at now is. I think what Joe Biden has managed to do single-handedly is annoy as much of America as possibly can be annoyed. And and, and annoy is a really light word, but you, you know, you have pretty much lost America, middle America, and vet bro America by these actions. Just see, and then here is the, here is the final move that you know that Joe, ba- Joe Biden is an utter self-involved scumbag who used his drug-addicted son as a bagman, who is probably some kind of pederast. I mean, let's. I mean, you can you can look at all the videos of him with kids. Mm. Like, if there's smoke, there's fire. That, that there's something creepy about that dude. What is the? I don't know that word, pederast. What is? What's the difference between Person that and a molest. pedophile? I think it's the same thing. Oh, pedophile is like pederast. A, love like a lover of which sounds weird but you know what i mean like i don't know Wal- when you say walter says it in the file, big lebowski it's like the, yeah pederasty okay pederast <laughs> sorry to derail yeah i thought that was interesting but he he's apparently some kind of creep let's just leave it at that yeah um he's stupid he's he's known stupid he's a plagiarist he's a liar he's a bully and he claims to have not been able to do anything about Afghanistan, but I clearly remember him being in the White House with Barack Obama for eight years. Mm-hmm. There is not a decision that Joe Biden hasn't made that hasn't been a wrong decision uh, without, without, like within moments of getting elected, he screwed everybody on the Keystone XL pipeline without even consultation or thinking about it. Um, and then and then turned around and made sure that Russia got a pipeline. You you can't have one. Yeah. But Russia can have one. And oh, but everyone on our side are Russian agents. Yeah. Because no one did anything everybody's remotely a, like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody's a Russian <laughs> agent who disagrees with me. Yeah. Um, except Hunter, who gets money from from the mayor's wife in Moscow. Yeah. And then Joe makes sure they get a pipeline, but we don't get one. Like mm-hmm. this this cat has not made a right decision in his entire life. And still, as of this weekend, no leadership, um, service people in harm's way, um, Americans unaccounted for and behind enemy lines, and they're going to leave people there next week, and it's going to be bad, and it's going to be bad, and literally our own people, private citizens really now with military experience, financed by patriots, which remember, patriots a dirty word, and terrorism, and white rage, and all that kind of stuff, um... So Joe Biden's done that, and and everybody's gotten a real good look at Joe Biden. What's probably going to happen next, 
and I've heard some rumblings about a date in September, is everybody's going to get upset and they're going to start disobeying. And I think that the, the, the establishment is going to say, gosh, we've got to get back on track with all these vaccine shots we've got to sell that are expiring inside of storage and the Delta variant ain't playing because apparently um, you get really sick if you don't have natural immunity, but you have the, uh, the vax. Now, apparently you get sick if you've never been sick. But if you have been sick before, apparently you don't get sick from the Delta variant. And that was from an article in yeah. Science Magazine. I Which believe, is now banned by everybody. Yeah. Like it's literally science done by scientists. It's a big, big article. Science done by scientists, peer reviewed and all that kind of stuff. And YouTube and all big tech just immediately bound it outright. Twitter was because it Because it says the vaccine doesn't work as effectively as your own immune system. That's the only thing it says. That's the evidence right there. Hey, if you haven't been sick, it could be pretty hard. You know, if you if you don't have natural immunity, it could be pretty hard on you. Um, maybe you should get the vaccine at that point. I don't know. Still, you know, all those things are up for debate. I wouldn't do it, but they're that's not why they're banning it. They're banning it because they don't want the people who have natural immunity to think that they don't have to get the shot because everybody's got to get that shot. So, as as Biden continues to make a mess of Afghanistan. Um, People are going to get uppity, and I think if they try the lockdowns and they try these passports and they try these mandates, large portions of the United States and a lot of like firemen, cops, teachers unions, medical people are saying they're not going to get it. So there's going to be some civil disobedience. Now, there was a video of making the rounds of some logistics supply chick, lesbian supply chick. Who, who says she's going to you know, front sight forward on anybody who doesn't uh, obey her will and stay inside her house. Once, it, once martial law was yeah. declared, if it was. Um, there might be more to that video. It might have been edited. I'm not sure. But, you know, there's always going to be the little Hitlers of the railroad. There's always going to be that military person who, you know, like we saw the ad for the army this year, you know, the girl who felt that she'd been fighting for fighting her whole life because she'd been fighting for her two moms' lesbian rights, and that qualified for, for taking on Abdul in the, the sandbox. But no, actually, she won't be taking on Abdul in the sandbox. She'll be taking on Tommy Lee down in the South because he doesn't want to stay inside his house. Mm-hmm. So um, you're always going to have that kind of person. So I think, I think what we're headed towards is some civil di- disobedience that's going to pop off. That was the first step I said, right? Yeah, I mean, you got a little more specific about what you what you thought that would be. What did I say it was? You felt that that like the vet bros are so upset right now, yeah. you know, because of this. You just felt that uh, that one of them might pop. Uh, see, I don't want to yeah, say yeah, this. Yeah, okay. But... Well, I'm going to say I remember okay. now. So, yeah, I do think one of the vet bros might pop off or they might use it as an excuse. And I think when you have twits like AOC and Kinzinger and people like that, and and Ilhan Omar just tweeting a garbage tweet, these are people that are going to get hurt. Or, hey everybody, here's the FBI, you know, like doing their thing, saving everything, um, and they're going to create that incident. And all, you know, here here here's the two things: the left desperately wants martial law because look at the actions. These are people who do not think that they can win an election without a stealing it or b not having the election 
But if the election were held today, the polls tell you everything. They know they couldn't win. Most of the people wouldn't vote for Joe Biden. So I I don't think how anybody and the and the left is not stupid, you know, in certain ways. They're crafty. They are stupid. But they know that they're not winning the next election and it's going to be bad. So a cheat or B don't have an election. My money's on a combination of both uh, where it starts with B don't have an election. And when you do get to have an election, it's basically cheating from now on because you know they've they've managed to game theory that whole system okay so um one of these knobs is going to pop off and the vet bros are so angry right now um that they could they could do something i I could definitely see something like that happening i don't know that it would be as catastrophic as the left has always hoped you know where and and that's why i think they'll manufacture it where they think, see, everybody, see how bad the terrorists are, the MAGA, the deplorables, the white Christian people, you know, the moderates. See how bad the moder- see how bad the left center is, like, as they constantly shift that over Overton window. Because to them, liberals like Barry Weiss and Glenn Greenwald are as bad as Milo Yiannopoulos. And Milo Yiannopoulos is as bad as David Duke. You know, like, that's how they think. That's such a wide spectrum of people. But before Afghanistan, I think that they could have made a case. And they could have said, see how dangerous these people are. And the rhetoric was certainly there. See how dangerous these people are. They're dangerous. But the failure of Afghanistan has enraged an entire class of people who are highly trained to moderately trained. Um, who have real-world experience in combat, who are out of work, disaffected, pissed off, taxed, and living under inflation, which is another form of tax, who are being called every name in the book, marginalized, whose children are being threatened, and the final thing is their health is being uh, threatened. And with Afghanistan, they've entered... A very severe, I think, PTSD episode uh, moment for a lot of them. A lot of them are depressed. A lot of them are angry. I think if you had that moment right now, I don't think it would be the slam dunk that the left thinks where they're going to put Sergeant Chris, the lesbian logistics front sight forward killer, on the streets telling you to stay in your house. I think right now we could be close to seeing a lot of military units disagree they're already, I think, revolting in mass over the vaccine. So you got that there. I think that there are commanders like that Marine Lieutenant Colonel, who I just, you know, it is a Jerry Maguire moment. If more of those commanders would say, I'm with this dude, you're going to end me, you're going to end all of us. But I, I wish it would have happened. It didn't. I, I think it still could happen. Um, but I think you'll see more military commanders revolt. You will see Knucklehead, Vindeman, those kind of people, maybe upper echelon ordering people. You will always find people to be thugs. You'll like, I mean, the Capitol Police is that classical example. Like, is there, is there anybody who's not a shitbag in the Capitol Police? Um, that dude who was running around saying that he saved everybody by shooting Ashley Babbitt mm-hmm. and didn't see a gun, didn't see her reach into her basket. They, there's a picture of him flagging everybody with his weapon. As he tries to get into the action. That guy is a grade A, class A, 
piece of shit. Um, but you have those guys. And you have all those, ca- the four Capitol Police who got up there and cried and called themselves heroes. So you will have people that will enforce the draconian will of tyrants. But now, and I think before Afghanistan, you might have had more of those. But now after Afghanistan, I think you have a large disaffected population. And they're not having it. And they're concerned. And the, the support, because you have to have supporters of that population, the supporters... And I'm seeing videos out of California from people who I watched one this morning of uh, an Asian American doctor who had service time in Iraq and he looked like he was coming apart at the seams. You know, I mean, people are very concerned about their freedoms and their health and Afghanistan did not help. So if they do try to do their martial law thing, which the more they lose control, the tighter they'll try to hold on. They really need to listen to that 80s song, Hang On Loosely. But the, the, at that point, they will, they'll squeeze too hard, and I think that you will have a, a valid eruption from those who are angry and upset about Afghanistan, melding with those who are uncertain about their freedoms regarding their health and the health of their children, and then tie that in with the people who pretty much had it with government and taxation, and you now have... A civil war of sorts. I think it'll be everywhere. I think that you will have police departments that will um, do the right thing. And I think you'll have police. And what I mean by do the right thing is not become the will of a political party. Enforce the law and continue to enforce the law. And I don't think that the police departments that do the right thing should go after citizens. I think that they should go after People like Whitmer, people like Newsom, people like Cuomo, who want to use the police to accomplish their illegal draconian will. The police are about to force, uh, about to cross sort of a Rubicon moment for them. You'll have police departments that'll just do it. They'll just like, you know, the like Greg Abbott's policeman who harassed Alan West's wife what? and family and stuff like that. That's garbage. Yeah. That's not a good look for you, police. You, you need to do that. So, um, You'll have, I think you'll have military units that'll sit it out. I think you'll have military units that'll join in. I think you'll have military units, and you'll probably look at a lot of sort of rear echelon type guys um, who will will really want to get their chance to get their combat patch uh, on the on the streets of America. So they'll be down for it, and I think there will be a lot of chaos and confusion. And I don't, I'm pretty sure Biden doesn't know how to handle it. And he should have resigned already, but he didn't. So he thinks he's going to stick. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. Like, you think this is going to happen soon. You, feel. you know, I, my expectations for August were, were that it was going to be bad. But I didn't imagine it would be this bad. And there's still like three or four days to go. It's just frustrating because... But it is bad. I mean, like, they're expecting some kind of terrorist incident in Afghanistan within the next 36 hours. The the lie of Joe Biden that, like, he just murdered two guys out in a cave with a drone strike mm-hmm. to show everybody that he was doing something. When as someone pointed out to, to me, and they're like, if they knew that those guys were planners, they would have been tailing them for months. Interesting. Instead, you do it now after the fact. Why not, you know, uh, right of bang as opposed to left of bang? 
Um, so that, so like, that's how callow Joe Biden is. He literally murdered probably two goat herders to show the American people, hey, I did something. Now, if you guys could let me get back to my ice cream and molesting children, uh, I got a, I got a, I got a martial law vaccine mandate, passport, build back better to reset. And you guys are really wasting my time with your soldiers' lives. Yeah. You're dead Marines. It's kind of a hassle for me, Joe Biden. You know, that's I mean, does anybody dispute that that's not the rhetoric out of his behavior and his little old man shuffling away from the podium and not answering questions? Never. And I'll pull up right there. I'll pull up right there. (laughs) But man, that pissed me off. No, I know. It's just frustrating because I feel like a response from our side is completely legitimate with all these things that we're talking about, not just the Afghanistan thing that's kind of the final straw, but, you know, the stolen election, you know, the, all the liberties being taken away, and, but, like, it's like they've hamstrung, strung us by already laying the groundwork that, like, we're terrorists, we're terrorists, and so it's like, if you do what would be kind of legitimate, they're, they're already have laid the groundwork to use it against you and uh, do martial law. My and, hypothesis, and my hypothesis is that they've constantly been putting that out there like don't do violence right. don't be a terrorist all these kinds of things and even people on our own side say that and, and it's valid I, I i don't want any of those things and i think all of those things could be ended right now by some sort of rationality or sanity or fairness or measured behavior from the party that's in charge but instead they seem to go to great lengths every day to push this behavior. Exactly. So, or to push for this outcome. But what I would say to everybody is, I think it is inevitable that we are headed towards martial law, the collapse of the dollar, the removal of your freedoms for yet another crisis in a series of unending crises, and the loss of not just your rights, like as informally, I think you're going to lose those, but the rights to your property and your children and your family. Yeah. I think you're facing all of those things. Now, I think I think they're coming. Like, I don't think that's a guess. I don't think anything like that. And I think it's got to come soon because they don't want to get into the elections next year. I think if they do declare martial law, they're not going to do it right before the elections. I think they're going to do it soon so that you get over the fact that you're not going to have an election next year well in advance. Um, what I'm trying to say with all of that is I think that you need to get used to the fact that you are going to arrive at the moment where you get it and you realize that they think that you're a scumbag, you're a terrorist, and they're going to take away everything from you. And then the final moment is you you will realize you have nothing to lose. And I think what they they keep trying to do is say, don't do this, don't do these things or anything like that, because the more that they can wait, they're waiting to build the case for what... Now, Af- Afghanistan has created possibly a black swan moment in which I think, I just honestly think right now, half the country could revolt. And I think that, and that's more than more than enough to actually revolt. But I think that you could make the case for revolt right now much more effectively than you could have a week ago. Yes. Because it is clear that these people are assholes. 
that they're murderers that they'll that they'll kill two guys in a cave because they want to save themselves instead of doing instead of just leadership and and doing the right thing and instead of like we came up with the dumbest possible exit plan like literally an exit plan like you would have to like it's it's not even a dumb exit plan it's like an on purpose like you yes. wanted this situation yeah you know like i don't think anybody's disputing that like and and there's no accountability and that lying redheaded soviet you know what up there every day just lying you know like i mean people are full up so if you were going to have that moment i think you're close to it but the i think the most shocking thing that i would say to you today and it's something i say to myself is you're just going to realize at some moment you have nothing left to lose and when you when you arrive at that moment chances are what i found in in life is like very rarely does anybody arrive like like a lot of things like i think when people are dealing with ptsd and and stuff like that and they think that they're alone in a glass cage of emotion the reality is a lot of people feel like you do the the lie that the devil always tries to pull on you is to make you feel shame or feel alone because um, you're the only one experiencing this and therefore you're weak and all these. No, no. Everybody's pissed right now. Everybody's full up on this kind of behavior. After 20 years of corporatist greed and no problems ever being fixed, approaching the anniversary of 9-11, the Taliban is in charge. And the narrative that Joe Biden worked very hard to accomplish worked very hard to accomplish this was not an accident this was not a sleep at the wheel is that the taliban won and we lost and we're approaching september 11th you want to talk about a day of rage you want to talk about a day of rage perhaps that's what they pushed it towards perhaps that's what they want us to do and i guess i would say it might be time to start embracing that that's what they're working for and to accept that fact that you are approaching a moment when you'll have nothing left to lose everybody do whatever you want to do but you're probably all feeling the same way and I think Afghanistan is a black swan moment I wonder if I just had the thought when you were talking about the special forces rescues and the they're probably being financed by some awesome people. I feel like like I could see Trump being behind some of that financing. Do I don't think? know. Somebody's somebody's doing it. Yeah. Trump would have to be very careful because they yeah. watch him like a hawk. Yeah. But would true. Trump on a normal day absolutely do yes. it? Yeah. But you know, there's 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 so many people that love America and that you know are are have the those means and things like that. The reality, I would just tell you this, is there are more of us that love America and hate our government we love america but we hate our government um and they try to go to great lengths to make us feel like we're stupid and we're a minority they surround us with foreigners from other countries um they mock everything that we stand for they make us pay for everything they constantly work overtime to defeat anything that's right or good that we want to do in favor of insanity um, all entertainment, all media now is nothing but literally a religious sermon from the crazy party. 
And, but the, but the one trick that I would say to you is there's actually more of you and they have to do these things to make you feel isolated. It is psychological operations. It is psychological warfare. And it comes from a place of fear because I don't think that they have the numbers. And I think that the, 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 the Marine Lieutenant Colonel I am hoping is the first of many many small mini revolts and I think that we can all begin to revolt and the more that we hear of other people revolting I'll just give you like one time I was in a grocery store during the height of the mass thing and it was like 11:30 at night and this older lady kept looking at me and she goes you're not wearing a mask and I and you know I didn't want to do the fighting thing I go no I'm over it and then she looks at me and she goes she pulls off her mask and she goes I'm over it too and then her husband comes up and he goes, what's going on? And she's like, this guy said he's over the mask and I'm over it too. And the husband goes, yeah, I'm over it too. That was just a rando event, you know, but they, they, the other side, the Hitlers, the informants, the wannabe CIA people, you know, they're always going to try to go to great lengths to shame you and make you feel like that. But there are people that are just looking for leadership. I do think people watch that Marine Colonel, um, Lieutenant Colonel, do that. And it's a Jerry Maguire moment, but remember, Jerry Maguire is the hero. Yeah. And he does win because he does the right thing. Sometimes we've all been in those moments where you, you do the you do the right thing and you just you have to walk out alone. But someone sees it and it only takes one person to see it. And then it spreads like wildfire. So you may not be a, a, a Marine Lieutenant Colonel. You may not be a politician. You may not be a lot of things, but all of us can revolt now. And all of us can say no to this government because we love America and America is worth fighting for. We're going to do a lot of podcasts next week because I'm taking the week off because we just finished uh, Forgotten Ruin 4. It's out for the Galaxy's Edge Insiders right now. And uh, it'll be out for everybody else on Wednesday. It is a lot of fun. It's a good story. There's a big ending. I think that you'll you'll dig it. Um, we're going to do podcasts. Then I'm going to be working on Strange Company 2. If you're in The Hand, which is the special group of subscription people who pay for this podcast, you will get chapters of Strange Company 2. If you want to support the podcast, you can become a subscriber. You'll get a bunch of cool uh, insider stuff that we put out. We're going to put out more of that this week. Um, we just love doing this. Uh, keep up the chatter. Like, it's fun in the comments. We love talking. And you, you point us towards uh, interesting things. There is something happening tonight. There's a guy that Nicole and I, uh, single white Medusa and I, um, recently found. And he, and he kind of, he he's an interesting guy. You, some of you know him. You know uh, 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 Mr. Mercator. His name's Jim. Mr. Medicare. Medicare or whatever it is. But he's gonna he he's had a little round of cancer, so he's pulled back and maybe some other things. But he's got a podcast tonight that he's gonna do talking about Joe Biden and ice cream. He's an interesting guy, so um, we'll listen to it tonight and then maybe throw up a link in the morning, uh, in just a thread, and then you can you can jump in on that and anything that you guys have. Um, but I, the last thing I would I would say to you is this. It's okay to hate your government because I know that you love America and I know that a lot of people love America and it's not, it's not just the people that you think, you know, you know, 
that they tried to convince us last week. The guy in the, the, the dirty pickup truck with the bomb that wasn't a bomb. You know, like today I was watching that Asian American doctor and that guy loved America mm -hmm. and saw it as a place of freedom, but he hates the government. And it's okay now, I'm giving you permission to hate the government because you should hate what is wrong. They always try to say don't hate and all that kind of stuff. I don't believe in that. I believe that it's not wrong to hate what is wrong. And the government is wrong. And that's the podcast.